welcome to another episode of Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host, um, and I'm going to continue down this road of reflecting back what I'm hearing, um, both when I'm out in public at the hairdressers or at the store or with a girlfriend, the conversations that are going on uh, between one-on-one, one-on-group, big groups um, joining in to discuss uh, similar issues or, you know, just sort of tagging along for the discussion when they hear two people speak or three people speak. Um, You know, it's it's inevitable that people start to join in um, because everybody's kind of feeling this intense energy um, in the universe. And I do believe that it's universal. I do. Um, And astrology, we mentioned, has a piece of that because astrology provides us with information about the energies that are present, um, environmentally present and affecting us, um, how they're interacting with us on an individual basis um, and in uh, a global sense. So I found some things um, that are pertinent here, and I would like to share them. I, I saw, I mean, I, I came across one of, I tend to save uh, lots of quotes and lots of material from people I admire or, or um, you know, uh, adages and things like that that come along and I just sort of stick them somewhere. And consequently, I have tons of papers everywhere, which is my nemesis. I just, I become very um, book and um, paper uh, excess. And I need to uh, get a handle on that. And now that everything can be, you know, sort of photoed and put somewhere and, you know, archived, I, I guess I can start to do that. But in the meanwhile, I still have a lot of paper. So I came across this uh, Christian Larson. And for those of you who never heard that name, um, he was actually a new thought leader back in the, well, he was born in the um, 1800s, 1866 and really died um, almost 100 years later, like 1950-something. So uh, he was here a long time, but he had a lot to say about, um, you know, he he was a new, uh, what they call the new thought leader, and a teacher, actually. And um, he authored many many books on uh, the metaphysical, um, which, you know, astrology falls under that umbrella. So um, he wrote this uh, piece called Promise Yourself, and I'm going to read it because I think it's beautiful, and I think it's pertinent, and I think it would be inspirational for people to hear. He says, promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. And to look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To, to think only of the best, to work only for the best, and expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. I love that. 
to give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. To be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble, period. <laughs> I love that because everything in there, if we lived like this, I think we would not have the troubles in the world that we have. All of our troubles uh, come from uh, some form of fear and lack of self-love. And again, that's fear. You know, we're fearful um, first. And the fear brings out a lack of self-love, a lack of understanding, a tendency to criticize and not accept, a resistance orientation. All the things we talked about, you know, and we continue to talk about on this podcast, I think very deeply about things that are more of an optimistic nature, of a giving nature, of a positive versus negative nature. Um, you know, I, I remember reading um, in Michael Singer's work, uh, I think the book was called um, uh, the, uh, I think it was Michael Singer's Untethered Soul, actually, where he talks about, um, you know, emotional um, letting the emotion, you know, come through you and and sort of let it go by you, you know, instead of keeping it inside you, that that fear um, that you know elicits an emotional response for you that is debilitating very often, and instead of letting it go, we tend to you know stay with it and let it sort of take over our actions and behaviors. And that's very debilitating um, and can cause a lot of trouble personally and in our little worlds with the people we, uh, with whom we live and we interact and we engage. Um, and that extends, you know, forward and outward and, and really can cause havoc, actually. So, um, so this idea of, of um, letting it go, letting it, you know, um, Again, it's reflected in in our arts. You know, the 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 small um, people getting exposed to songs like "Let It Go." You know, from Frozen, the movie. Um, I I love that stuff because you know, if we can teach children at a very young age all of these good uh, thoughts, you know, give them the good thoughts that allow them to let go and not be critical. You know, the social media thing where we're able to say mean things to each other and cause people to feel bad. It just is crazy, first of all, that, that it's done, but second of all, that people would accept someone's evaluation or criticism and actually take it in as, um, you know, something that is meaningful. I would say it's not meaningful. It's not, you know, doesn't have, I would, you know, just sort of read it. That's interesting and let it go because that's truly not something I'm going to hold on to. Um, you know, people that are critical or negative are, you know, going to do their thing and I don't need to make it real for me. So um, that that is, it is part of what I wanted to bring out today because, um, you know, right now in the world with the energies that are, are, are in the world, 
we are being asked to respond in a constructive versus destructive manner, even when we feel so overwhelmed by the negativity or overwhelmed by the criticisms or overwhelmed by what we think is is um, improper behavior or incorrect. We don't need to have it play a role in how we react. We can respond in a positive way instead of allowing it to, to you know, trigger us into a reactive mode where we behave in ways that we regret later or, um, you know, take actions that we regret later that we can't take back. We can't unsay things. We can't undo things most of the time. We can apologize, but that's not always the best uh, way to, um, you know, the, it would be better to avoid than have to say, I'm sorry, um, avoid even saying it. Sometimes, you know, I bite my tongue, literally, because uh, I don't want to say what I'm thinking of saying. And very often that works to my benefit because I'm so glad that I didn't let that out when it was my initial thought. And now that I practice that sort of thing, I find that it gets less and less often because the more we train ourselves to be in a positive uh, mode, the better, uh, the less we are likely to do anything that we have regretful, you know, uh, we, we have regrets about. So um, if we can really see that right now we're all ready enough to uh, be part of something that is emerging in the universe, something that is happening very positively. I mean, it, it, it's not without hurt and trouble and, you know, sadness and maybe, you know, frustration, but we want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. So, um, you know, let's, let's all embrace this idea of there's work to be done and let's do it. Uh, let's be part of that work. Uh, part of the solution. I think that's the way to approach these uh, negative moments. And if we more of us did that, of course, collectively, that positive energy would have a great impact on the universal uh, mood and mode uh, of the moment. Um, and I'd like to close uh, by, uh, I, I once collected again, a piece of paper that um, the Ann Landers used to have a, a, a column. I don't know if she still does. I really don't. Um, I mean, I know she doesn't because she's gone, but um, but it, it was a uh, something that was written to her by a Claudia Minden Wise. And she, she told Ann Landers that she's sending her a poem that she thinks is pretty powerful and she'd like her to share it with her readers. And so, uh, so Ann Landers responds, I'm, I'm glad, you know, you sent that to me. It's, it's, it's kind of something that may not sit with everybody well, but I think it has merit. So I'm going to write it in my paper and my column. And the title of it is, And God Said No. And it goes like this. I asked God to take away my pride and God said, no. He said it was not for him to take away. It was for me to give up. And then I asked God to make my handicapped child whole. And he said, no. He said, her spirit is whole. Her body's only temporary. I asked God to grant me patience and God said, no. He said that patience is a byproduct of tribulation. It isn't granted, it's earned. And then God asked, I asked God to give me happiness and God said, no. He said, he gives blessing. 
Happiness is up to me. Then I asked God to spare me pain, and God said no. He said, suffering draws you apart from worldly cares and brings you closer to me. I asked God to make my spirit grow, and God said no. He said, I must grow on my own, but he will prune me to make me fruitful. I asked God to help me love others as much as he loves me, and God said, now, finally, you have the idea. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool because, um, you know, she's asking for all these things that really, I mean, if you believe in God or if you believe in a higher power of any sort, um, you understand that that higher power sees you not as uh, the fallible being that you see yourself. He sees you as perfectly whole and loving and part of the, his collective uh, good. Um, not not anything as flawed as you feel as a human. And so when we say, you know, uh, help me love others as much as you love me, he he says, you got the picture now. And so I think we all have the power and the capability of loving others um, in a very big way. And to the extent that we manifest that in our lives, I believe that we will be happier and whole and feel much more productive. So I hope, uh, I hope that sheds any, <laughs> helps one person, uh, if not everybody, um, and shed some light on, on what this podcast will always be about. It will always be about living with love in your life, personally and professionally, which is, in my opinion, the only way to live. Okay, guys, until next time, this is Loving Your Life Podcast. Bye-bye.